Good evening. It is Monday. It is Monday, isn't it? I always have to question myself on the days. It is Monday. Uh, welcome, everybody, to uh, the Total Evercade podcast, episode three. We've been quite consistent with this now. This is uh, every other week, the episode three. Excellent stuff. We can we can almost set your watch by it now. I think we're getting to that point. <laughs> um, so before uh, we dive into uh, what we're going to discuss this evening, we'll just quickly go round and see who we have with us. So uh, we have the Total Evercade podcast creator himself, Mr. Ryan Andrews. Yeah, thank you. Um, always <laughs> nice to be here. Good to have you back, Ollie, as well. Um, you do a much better job than me hosting this. So um, it is yeah. great to have you back in the driving seat this evening. It's debatable. Anyone that saw the uh, stream we did last week with the intro realised, yeah, I can't click those buttons quite as well as Ryan can. <laughs> um, we also have uh, from his cupboard under the stairs, Mr. Blunners. Hello, you all right? Very good, good, mate. And happy belated birthday as well. Yeah, thank you for, uh, for yesterday. Yes, I hope you had a good day. Yeah, happy birthday, bud. Thank you. Yeah, happy birthday. 38 years young. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to be 38 again. <laughs> and, I'm going uh, the other way. Yeah, I'm, I'm breaching into that territory now. It's heading that way. Uh, and then also our guest of honour, as always, the king of Twitter, Mr. Evocate himself, Sir Top and Had. Good evening, Derek. How are we doing? Good evening. Thanks so much for having me back again. No, it's absolutely our pleasure. Our pleasure to have you on. Um, so let's uh, get straight into it because we've got uh, a couple of bits we want to get discussing tonight. And as always, if you want to throw your five pence into the comments, please do. If you have any questions you want to chuck in there for the comments as well, we'll give them a little star as we go through and we'll uh, hopefully get to them towards the end unless it's sort of featured into what we're talking about, in which case we'll, we'll try and introduce it as much as we can into, into the show. So uh first couple of topics will be the uh, latest evocate news and also what we have been playing so probably worth going through the latest news first because there has been a recent patch to the exp and it seems to have done a huge amount not gonna lie that looks like it's fixed a huge amount of things that that i didn't even know were were actually issues so um uh, let's have a look and pick up some of these things so they've now fixed the l2 and r2 buttons so i think as ryan said before uh before we went live that now means that they can they, they've mapped those buttons is that correct yeah it would appear so i i, I know um crazy burger touched on actra soccer for example the r2 and l2 buttons weren't mapped so you couldn't change the camera angles but it appears that's all now been fixed which is excellent very good stuff uh improved performances and shader accuracy 
I'm presuming that's also well improved performance. I, I absolutely get that shade of accuracy. If anyone can throw some light onto that, Derek will know the answer to this. <laughs> <laughs> Does Derek know the answer to the shade of accuracy? No, I, I don't actually. No, no, I'm not quite sure on that one. So uh, oh. it it might be to do with the menu screen, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Okie dokie. Uh, fixing improvements to uh, cart patching. So I'm presuming there's been a couple of carts that maybe have been a little bit sticky uh, along the way, which is, but yeah. it seems they've improved that. Uh, improved descriptions, fixed typos, updated control diagrams for the following carts Codesmaster Collection 1, Indie Heroes 1, which is still one of my firm favorites, Worms Collection 1, Gremlin Collection 1, Intellivision 1, the better of the Intellivision carts. Uh, Mega Cat Studio 2 and Renovation Collection 1. So they've, in terms of cartridges, they've definitely, definitely fixed a huge amount uh, in this in this latest patch. So if you've got an EXP, um, any of those carts or anything like that, it's obviously very much worth updating to uh, to the latest firmware there, that's for sure. Uh, and there's a couple of other bits in there as well, certainly for maybe some of the more... Uh, other areas of Europe, there's been improved Polish localization and improved Spanish localization and minor improvements to other localizations as well. So it's not just uh, us in the UK. <laughs> as, far as, as, as far as my Spanish goes. Getting all exotic on us now. Ryan. Five years wasted. And that's all <laughs> I've got. Um, what else have we got? There's uh, a few missing buttons which have now been fixed uh, some missing difficulty switches some gameplay improved emulation performance uh, fixed graphical glitches i mean for those i mean i've, I've basically just read them all out but uh, if um anyone heads over to evercade.co.uk slash support it's got all the different patch notes there and you can uh, view at your leisure the various things that have been fixed with this latest thing so i think that's that's definitely some of the Certainly one of the bigger pieces of news, that's for sure, that's that's come out uh, since our last stream. Um, I don't know if anybody else has got any other news, any little tidbits of information that they've heard that we can we can bring into here. Uh, Sir Top and Hat might, might have something. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, one of the things I know uh, a lot of Evercade fans were looking forward to was button mapping, which didn't obviously make its debut here in this firmware. What I can confirm is button mapping is coming in a very near future forthcoming firmware um at the moment i i'm not sure whether that's going to include all games or just the capcom ones but it is definitely on its way so look out for it really in the next sort of uh firmware or two excellent good yeah and i as like i said i don't have an exp at the moment so is that definitely something which has been been missing from the exp and that that, that people are sort of asking for at the moment um, I think it is. Um, I think people, uh, so, some people anyway, have a certain way they like to play. Um, I haven't mm. had any problem with the Capcom games and I've beaten most of them, including the Mega Man games. The fact Ooh. that jump was once A or B or whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, I adapt. So, mm -hmm. um, I've played many consoles over the years. So I, I'm happy to chop and change, but yeah, for some people they they like it a certain way and, uh, hopefully mm -hmm. they'll get that, uh, ability shortly excellent well that's that is good news because yeah it's, it's, there's a couple of games that i that i play when someone switches around jump from a to b when you're used to it being in a particular way and yeah. then you have to try and figure it out the other way and there's that little part of my brain that always just thinks oh for god's sake ace jump <laughs> ace jump um but no that's that's great if they've if they if that's coming to to a new firmware for for people like me who um 
don't adapt well clearly i just yeah clear i just need to take a i need to start asking the question what would sir top and hat do when it comes to <laughs> clunky controls and uh, i just need to adapt get good as they used to say when you're playing elden ring so yes excellent excellent uh okay so let's go around and see what everyone's uh, been playing so uh ryan you are to the right of me looking at the screen here so uh, what have you been playing well, I went back to um, cartridge number 10, Technos, and have been playing Double Dragon 2 quite a lot the last um, few days. Uh, I still can't complete it, and I don't, there's no, I've looked online, I can't find any cheats for like infinite lives and things, <laughs> which I which I clearly need, because um, save states, it's, it's one of those games where save states don't really help you, because it's, it's so fast-paced, um, and hit, and you know, like you'll save it, move, but you'll still get hit by something else. So it's it's very tricky. Um, so yeah, I've been playing that. Um, Double Dragon Two, the NES version is, in my opinion, much better than the arcade version. I just really enjoy that NES version. The music on it is just outstanding. It really takes me back to when I was younger. Um, so yeah, I've been playing that. Um, if you haven't got that cartridge, pick that up now because it's one of the legacy ones. I don't even know if it's even mm. still available anymore. Um, I think we touched on it last time, didn't we, that I'd seen mm -hmm. it for sale for, or sold for like £39 on eBay. So yeah, it's definitely one to get. And I also played Sensible Soccer today for the first time in a little while. A uh, good friend of ours, It's Much More um, YouTube channel. He's got an Evercade stream on Wednesday for St. Patrick's Day. And he was asking people to play as Ireland and send the score to him. So I done Northern Ireland versus Republic of Ireland today and sent him a screenshot of the results. So um, I forgot how good Sensi is, but because I haven't played it for the last few months, uh, my ability has gone downhill somewhat. So um, I was a little bit disappointed in my performance. Man, you're getting those excuses in now. My performance was down to, uh, yeah, it's, you, just, you just haven't played it for a while, have you? I was even <laughs> looking at the Ever because I played it on handheld. I was looking at that, the Evercade, like, is it the buttons that's wrong? But it wasn't. The buttons are the same as when I played it last time. I just, yeah, it's just because I haven't played it for a while. I just wasn't as good as what I thought I was. <laughs> Amazing. So that would have been uh, the perfect opportunity for me or Tim to have probably beaten you then. Oh, you still wouldn't have beaten me. Still wouldn't beat him. <laughs> you still wouldn't have beaten me, but shocking. Tim certainly shocking. wouldn't have beaten me after what did I beat him? 10 0 the Christmas before last. Ooh, so... I don't know if he got into double digits. He was definitely well, into well... the sevens, hundred percent, but I'm not too sure it made it into double digits, but yeah. Excellent. Okay. Uh, Mr. Blunners, what have you been playing? Well, I I was playing um Indie Heroes One because I've only got the two carts at the minute. I was just about to get Cathedral as well, but um, see, I've been playing Flea and everything on there. But I've turned my Evercade on literally today, and it's uh, stopped working. Oh, so I'm getting like a I'm getting like a white screen of death. Don't know if anyone else has had this, but I'm literally just getting this at the minute. Mm -hmm. It still turns on. It still turns like the sound still works. Like it's loading up. It's just um, I don't know if you can hear. It's like, I don't know, I don't, I, like I said, I'm going to have to get hold of Blaze and get hold of support and see if anyone can give me a hand on it. But yeah, um, it's really gutting because I wanted to get, I've just had my birthday and I was about to buy myself my next cart, but can't play that at the minute. Yeah. But yeah, bit of a shame. I think when we said there were, uh, we won't tell you how good that cartridge was that you were going to buy and, you know, make you feel bad about it. But uh, so I'll, I'll get it fixed and I will get it. But yeah, 
Yes. Oh, dude, that's a shame. That's a shame. So that's been your awakening and cathedral are so good as well. Just uh... that was all... yeah, that was what I was about to get anyway. Yeah, that was awakening. Yeah, they are pretty good. Sorry, dude. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, hopefully we'll be able to get that sorted out for you and and get you back on that quicker quicker than you think. Yeah. Uh, Mister Top Hat Derek, what have you been playing? The fact that you've just said in your opening bit there that you've beaten most of the Capcom games—I mean, that's that's intense. Yep, that's it. Yeah, I wasn't playing a great deal of Capcom this week. Um, I was playing a lot of Imren with uh, Battle Chopper. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know if anybody's played this one yet, but uh, yes, yeah, a fantastic shooter. Um, the first level sort of eases you in, and then after that, the difficulty will ramp up. Um, here, save states won't will not save you. Basically, uh, neither <laughs> will your neither will your endless continues that will set you back to the beginning of the stage. So um, you will need to get good. Um, I got to uh, stage four. I think perhaps there's five or six stages there. Um, the boss battles are pretty intense as well i'd say um look out for the power-ups you the only trouble is you've got to buy them so you've got to collect diamonds so whilst everything all hell's breaking loose on the level what you've got to do is collect up as many diamonds as you can and then as you go over the little items to power up your weapon is uh is try and grab those as well and mm -hmm. use that money, money to purchase them so yeah absolutely fantastic game um also, I've been playing a lot of the Toplan uh, vertical shooters. Of course, this, this last firmware added uh, vertical scan lines. Uh, so now you can enjoy it sort of as it was with your uh, with your original television. So, yeah, that's sort of added a nice bit of retro enjoyment. So, uh, yeah, I've certainly enjoyed those. And also I've been checking out a lot of the uh, Atari 1 and 2 carts. Now they've had the uh, update added and uh, going back over those and just seeing uh, if I can spot many of the differences. Yeah. So do, oh, this is going to sound like a bit of a leading question because I do like Atari. Um, there's Atari on everything. On those, on certainly on that first couple of the collections, there's a lot of games for for people maybe um, that maybe haven't dived in because I certainly haven't dived in quite as deep in the Atari collection as I probably should do. Are there any games there that you would would recommend, sort of maybe that people maybe haven't sort of given the time of day over things like adventure and all the sort of big hitters? Yeah, I mean, everyone enjoys adventure. Uh, there's an Easter egg there to be found. So uh, don't just worry about the original ending. Uh, get back on there and see if, uh, yeah, you can discover the Easter egg. Um, I always enjoy Asteroids from the uh, 7,800. Uh, mm. It's always an argument. A lot of people enjoy the 2,600. But yeah, I get a lot of enjoyment from that Asteroids game. And I urge people to give it a go. And I, I think they will get hooked. Um, also, just to touch on your Double Dragon 2, uh, although there aren't any cheats, um, in Double Dragon 2, there are super moves. And all you've got to do is master them. It takes a couple of minutes, literally. And once you've got hold of these uh, super moves, you'll be practically unstoppable. So, uh, yeah, that's definitely worth giving a go. Amazing. Okay. We're going to need a, we're going to need an update on that, Ryan, from uh, for the next uh, for the next episode. We're going to need to see if you've mastered this move and if it means you can complete Double Dragon 2 finally. Yeah, it, it's I get to the bit where there's two enemies and you've got to fight both of them and they're like on wheels and they're sort of coming at you and they just take so long to kill that I just can't mm. progress through it. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll look into that then, stopping at and see if I can master those moves to keep progressing. <laughs> Excellent. 
Uh, I uh, haven't picked up a new cartridge yet. I'm thinking I am going to treat myself to a new cartridge on payday. Uh, so I've actually been going back, similar to Blunners, on, back over Indie Heroes 1, because I think my next cartridge is going to be Indie Heroes 2. Uh, so I've gone back over things like Flea because I, I just like that game very, very much. Um, but predominantly I've gone back over, or I'm still going over Deadus or Deadius. I can't remember how, which one's pronounced. Um, I really like that game a lot, like a lot, a lot. It, it could be, I think it could be in my top five games on the Evercade. I just, there's something about the the way it feels, the way it looks, the way it plays. It's really melancholy. And I, I know it sort of has that Pokemon look to it, but it just, it's not Pokemon. It's, um yeah, there's something about that game that is just, it just keeps bringing me back. I don't, I don't think I'll ever get bored of that game. Um, I really need to dedicate some time to Elvis Awakening because everyone tells me how wonderful it is. And I just sort of, every time I sort of think, right, I'm going to, assign a bit of time to it i get sidetracked by by something else so i really do once i've finished the other game that i'm playing at the minute i'm just gonna dive straight onto that um but something else i've gone gone back over uh, is the interplay collection one and again it's always i just it's always around about springtime i get that earthworm gym itch and i end up having to play through both earthworm gym games because that that first game is still is still just so amazing and magical and, and wonderfully weird and everything that's right with gaming it really just sort of reminds me of that real happy time of sort of sunday evening you know school's the next day and you're just going to play a bit of super nintendo before you go to bed and you sort of pop in earthworm gym and would play ah just yeah so i've been going back over indie heroes one and interplay collection one ah do you know what andy i haven't i don't have it i don't have the resi 4 remake and i know this is an evercade stream so i'm not going to wang on about how much i really want resident evil 4 remake because it's kind of eaten me alive <laughs> um but yeah outside of evercade i'm sort of i'm almost at the end of metroid prime remaster so once i've done that i will then look at resi 4 oh resi 4 right no sidetracking no sidetracking ollie um okay so uh yeah so that's what we've all been playing so Next topic, which could be uh, a bit of interesting discussion, is something that uh, one of our group moderators uh, posed, Mr. Rob Taylor. So if you're in the chat, do join in with your opinions on this. Yeah, yeah. So that topic is Game of the Month for different collections. So we get last year we had Game of the Month, and it was the build-up for Indie Heroes 2. And uh, I believe what Rob... Uh, is sort of looking to discuss here is whether or not it would be worth having a different game from the various collections that are going to be coming out over the year as game of the month so not necessarily just the indie heroes ones so i don't know how people feel about that so let's go in the reverse order to what we had before to throw everyone off their game uh so derek how do you how do you feel about that what do you what do you think about this as an idea um, I can certainly see where he's coming from with this idea. Um, it might change things up a little bit. Um, I think there's only so much time in, in a month. And, um, and at the moment, something like the indie games are very easy to license for that and for the collection. I think if you were to go to somebody like Toplan and suggest that, how much more you'd have to pay. I wouldn't like to uh, suggest, but mm -hmm. uh, that would obviously eat into Blaze's budget. 
um, mm -hmm. ultimately. Um, I think at the moment, just let them get this indie thing off, off the ground. I, I agree. I used to enjoy demos on cover tapes and discs years ago. Uh, so taste of some of the ones that are coming uh, would be nice. And, um, yeah, who knows what Blaze can do in the future, especially if uh, if they're licensing at the time and they can get them to agree a couple of games. I think that would be excellent, especially mm -hmm. even if it was just the Capcom games and you were going to license a couple of those to the verses throughout the year. Um, mm. I think I think that would be excellent for things like Street Fighter 2 and Final Fights. You could get some of those multiplayers going. Yeah, that would mm -hmm. be excellent. That is a really good point, actually. The possibly licensing a couple of the Capcom ones every now and then as a little game of the month. That's yeah, I like that a lot. That's a really good idea. Yeah, fantastic stuff. Uh see that's why Satopanak goes first, because he comes up with the good ideas. <laughs> and then Blanis and I can just sit here and go, Yeah, agree with exactly what he's just said. <laughs> but what it means is you've now got to follow that really good idea. So uh on that yeah. Note, yeah, I was on, thinking on, I was saying I was thinking they could also do it the other way. So obviously they're not going to do it with like legacy carts, but to try and sell some of these other carts to people, they could also have games from carts that are already out. So like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, it, then you'd, then other people who don't have these carts, because obviously if I want to play a game, I'm just going around Ryan's house because he's got them all. But like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? A lot of people don't have that like luxury. So it's a case of, um, that might be a good way of being able to shift older carts by putting drip feeding some games out. Like you said, I know you'd have licensing issues and that, but there's nothing better than having a free demo for a bit and then just getting a good taste. And then mm -hmm. if you do like that, you, then you're going to drop your money on it, aren't you? You're going to go and yeah. pay that money. Yeah, that's a really good idea as well. Even even just doing, and I'm just sort of looking at just Interplay 1 because it's it's next to me, for for instance, but even doing just like junk city from earthworm gym and it being like that's 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 the demo you just like you say have a little demo of it have a have one level there we are there's your there's a little bit extra to see what that, yeah i like that like that it's been a little while since we've had old school demos isn't it like that, that used to be a really big thing i remember getting yeah. playstation magazine specifically yeah. for the demos yeah. um yeah really big really big sort of it was a big market it might not be such a big market now and i remember xbox live as well when they when they brought demos out and you could download the first bit of bioshock and it being like oh my god it really did help drum up that that hype train so oh man capcom and demos ryan you've got to pull it out the bag here that's that's two excellent suggestions <laughs> for uh just just on the subject of demos and playstation one does everyone remember the playstation one demo one cd that came with it that had like yeah. formula one crash bandicoot yeah. how amazing was that i played the life out of that demo cd yeah yeah <laughs> it was so good so good anyway moving on uh from that um, i i would like to see game of the month for the so how many collections do we have out a year is there 12 on the roadmap uh, so 14 14 okay so you could have in my mind one game per month for the upcoming out of the two collections that you've got so you've got toa plan and uh what's the other one coming out of toa plan c64 c64 so maybe mm -hmm. have one or two of those games available in the build up to that as game of the month mm -hmm. and then that's gonna get people's interest isn't it in those two collections if they're on the fence whether to buy them or not then when that comes out those two games disappear then you get two games for the next collection and so on and, and you could do that for the the rest of the year so 
yeah, I don't think that would be a bad idea just to mix up the game of the month. But also, I do understand why they do it for indie heroes, as Sir Top and Hat said. It's easier to license, I imagine, mm. um, because of what if you're getting Earthworm Jim, I guess you have to get a cartridge license and a download license as well. So that's going to cost money. Uh, so I can appreciate why they only do it for indie heroes. However, if they could do it for the upcoming collections in the form of a demo or a full game to play, then I think that would be a really nice touch and it would definitely get people interested. So, for example, I don't know, C64 isn't something that I had when I was younger. Um, I'm not a massive fan of the Commodore 64. I've got Commodore 64 Collection 1, but I've only played it a handful of times. However, if, if they had a game on the C64 2 collection as the game of the month then that might um build up my interest in it and it might make me more well i'm gonna buy it anyway but it might make other people more likely <laughs> to buy it yeah well, what about um if they had like a i know it is everywhere nowadays but like a monthly subscription that was like say a couple of quid a month that would help with these that you're kind of like you're online um, like nowadays, like everything's monthly subscription. But if that was like, if they were saying to you, "Look, we're going to give you X amount of games a month that you can d- d- download, like two games a month, and it's going to cost you a, f- a fiver," but they're mm-hmm. yours to keep as long as you keep your subscription going, kind of like your PlayStation Plus. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because everything's online nowadays. So yeah, oh, yeah. that it's... would help. That would help pay with these these um, licenses. It would. I think there's 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 definitely something in in that as an idea as well because there's there's a lot of people out there that that do get. I mean, I certainly do. I certainly get my money's worth from my my cartridges and and my consoles and um, you know, I guess it's no no different to like Patreon, is it? Like somebody no. you know having having good content that you enjoy watching, um, and they've got a Patreon and you you're able to support them uh, that way just as an additional like oh you know thank you for your content. So it's yeah i don't know there's there's definitely something in that 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 could be done if people were sort of had an appetite for it that's for sure it's the way of the world now isn't it it's the way of the world it is everywhere it is in in a very digital world um i don't think i can really add much to any of that if i'm totally honest i think i think they're all really really good suggestions and and all you know very plausible as well um I think I can, all I can do is just, just echo that. I think every single one of those ideas is a good idea and, you know, maybe switching it up each year so it doesn't become the same thing every year. So, you know, if they wanted to do demos one year, license the Capcom games another year and then do, yeah, just back to Indie Heroes for like a new, a new selection of games the following year. I don't know. There's, they just need to employ us, don't they, as their sort of ideas people, the PR <laughs> team. What can we come up with? Just, yeah, we're, we're throwing ideas out. Around, a round table. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Bring us to the table. Um, but no, I think those are all excellent, excellent suggestions. Um, yeah, really good topic. Thanks very much for that, Rob. That's, um, yeah, interesting discussions there. So sliding nicely into our next topic, which is, will we get new Evercade hardware in 2023? So in stark contrast to the uh, the last time, uh, we'll end on the bang. So we'll come to Derek last on this one, because I think he's possibly got a good suggestion there. So let's go to Ryan first. Ryan. Oh, don't, don't put me on the spot here. Uh, 
clearly there isn't going to be another well I'd, I'd be amazed if they announced another handheld or um, home console this year I, I, because I let's be honest the, the tech in the VS and the XP is pretty spot on now it's got Wi-Fi compatibility um, it's got memory on there you can download updates um, you can download games to it so in terms of where they are with with both of those I think they're in a pretty good place but I could possibly see a maybe a arcade stick or something like that for the VS, mm-hmm. possibly uh, an Evercade official uh, joystick or, or um, arcade stick. Sorry. So yeah, I could see something like that coming out this year as um, hardware. I did think maybe like an Evercade mouse for the Amiga games, but I think the games they're picking doesn't necessarily need a mouse. So I, I don't think that would really. There, there was there's no market there's, there's no need for it um so yeah just maybe an arcade stick um yeah that, that's all i could think of that possibly they could bring or or maybe even wireless controllers for the vs mm-hmm. that could be another, mm, yeah, another good thing mm. excellent that sounds like a good suggestion uh mr blunners any any suggestions for possible uh hardware in 23 to be honest, I don't think like like um like Andy's putting here. I don't think they're going to need it would to do anything major. I think like the focus is games and just ironing out that EXP um firmware. But I do like the I do like the arcade stick idea and also wireless controllers. Like them controllers on the X um on the VS are really good. Mm-hmm. I think if they're wireless. It just do you know I mean everything's wireless nowadays. But yeah, yeah. I, I can't really see anything. I know we spoke off air about something else, but yeah, I can't really see anything personally. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's going to lead us nice and neatly on to uh, Sir Top Hat, who I think has got a very cool suggestion, that's for sure. Well, the first thing I want to say is there won't be any uh, actual hardware, in other words, in terms of a console stroke handheld for at least the next 12 to 14 months. Okay, so that, mm-hmm. that's confirmed. That's that's ruled out. Now, Ryan's idea of the arcade stick, I can confirm that Blaze are looking into one. Ooh. So, <laughs> you're on exclusive. Yeah. You're hearing wow. it here first. Yeah. I mean, it's not to say we, we might not see a, a different color of uh, handheld or console in in the next 12 to 14 months a lot like they did the purple one but yeah uh, yeah yeah you won't see an, an updated for updated version so uh, uh all to play for yet mm-hmm. um otherwise i think a silicone grip would be a brilliant idea for the exp or the original mm-hmm. handheld um a lot of people especially in the comments probably already have them for nintendo switch or they mm-hmm. might have had one for the wii u uh, I think they were also available for the uh, Game Boy Advance. Mm-hmm. Um, they're brilliant for holding, but also I think a lot of people in the Tate mode would find it a lot easier to be able to grip the console and not mm-hmm. have to worry about it slipping out of your hands. So um, they could do them in multiple colors. I don't see uh, what that would be, or even theme them. Uh, if they if they could do a license with things like Dig Dug or uh, or Cathedral, you could you, yeah. you could get themed ones with different backs or, or fronts on and uh, and being silicone very very easy and uh, and it doesn't become slippy in your palm so uh 
I don't see why that shouldn't be something they could do. And as I say, if they license them along with uh, Doodle World or you know any, any of the games on Evercade, then you could pick up the one for your favourite game. And yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that'd be a massive yeah. bonus. Look at that. We we are just printing money for them, aren't we, with these ideas? I mean, it's uh, you can you could take that to the bank. That that is an incredible suggestion, though. I mean, you get the ever Evercade brainstorming podcast. <laughs> <laughs> But that that would look so cool, wouldn't it? Like yeah, having like a flea a flea grip for your for your Evercade. That'd yeah, be phenomenal. Amazing, wouldn't it? That'd yeah. be such a cool idea. Oh, I really like that idea. Someone either either Blaze have got to do it, or someone's got to, someone's got to get out, figure out a way of like molding silicon properly and and and, and figuring this out, uh, making that work. That's for sure. Oh, I like that idea a lot. That's that's, do, do you... that's really slick. Do you think stop out before sorry Ollie before before you answer do you think a light gun's possible for the VS because I know a lot of people have mentioned about light gun games is that something that Blaze have looked into do you know or something that possibly they they could bring to the VS What I will tell you is this Blaze Entertainment are massive massive fans especially the particular one I'm thinking of of light gun games they really love them so mm. um I don't see it as an impossibility if you think about things like the Wii, Wiimote, which worked with the telly and things like that. Um, mm -hmm. I think it it probably is a possibility. Uh, the only trouble is it would exclude handheld owners a bit who would be mm -hmm. forced to use the joypad. But again, if I don't know, it depends how the light gun worked. Perhaps uh, if you could link it somehow, then uh, you could perhaps even rig your handheld up to the telly and use it through the other port but i don't know um yeah i i don't i wouldn't rule it out yet mm, interesting because that would that would be cool that really would be cool being able to have just yeah some of those silly games from back in the day even some of the, the really old things like what were some of the ones that were on the um Ah, oh, some of those early NES ones. I had was... Wild Gunman on the NES. Does anyone remember that when it was like yes. fire and you had to like quick fire draw your gun Wild to shoot Gunman. the cowboy? Yeah, Wild Gunman. Yeah, or, or, yeah, the Master System <laughs> had things like R Rescue Mission, if yes. you remember, uh, which were great little ones. And um, and also, of course, uh, some big uh, tighter ones like Operation Wolf. Um, mm -hmm. Operation Wolf would be massive. Or Cabal, yep. of course, that was another great one. Uh, we yep. already have one light gun game on the uh, Evercade, of course, which is the hidden game, Bang. So, uh, yeah, if you haven't tried that one out, it's a lot easier with a gun. But, uh, yeah, it can, <laughs> can be played uh, with a, with your joypad, just, uh, just as much fun. Yeah. Do you know, the only thing I can think of that would be kind of cool, and I don't know how you could make it so i'm sort of i'm looking at my vs make it loads of background noise while i'm doing it looking at my vs controller and it kind of the the, the d-pad is is really nice and it feels it feels really good but there's a little part of me for some of those arcade games um like wizard of uh, wizard of fire and that kind of thing what what i really would like is something to go over the top of the d-pad and act as like a little analog so my thumb doesn't constantly push on the direction because it, it sort of it moves very much like an analog does. So instead of it being like really hard up, down, left, right, it's got like a really nice sort of ball, almost like a ball rotation. So I don't know if there's a way they could make like a little clip or something that would go over the top of that and act as like an analog stick just to make 
make it less sort of painful on your thumb. Like, do you remember when you were a kid and you'd, all we had was the D-pad and you used to push that D-pad so hard and then you ended up getting like blisters and you like hurt your thumb a little bit. I tend to find that when I start getting stressed with the game or something's quite intense, I tend to push it a bit harder. Whereas if I've got an analog, I'll just push it a bit harder rather than like like that. So, so I guess my suggestion for, for possible possible hardware would be yeah a little like analog clip that you can clip over the d-pad and sort of use that to sort of move things around i don't i don't think anyone's ever made something like that before actually um the sega master system uh the early sega master system joy pads had a little stick that you could screw into the middle of the joy pad and then really? you could use it like, yeah like an arcade stick so yeah oh, wow wow i did it's not know that up. yeah it's a little master system arcade stick i am going to open up another window and uh see if we can find that because that absolutely yeah, has thrown my mind screwed it into the original uh pads uh they came with a little hole in the middle and yeah you could screw the uh screw the stick in i haven't seen one in donkey's years but uh yeah How what was the one they had on that ds that? was it a ds like an analog they're like it like the whole system went into this like little block thing with a little analog that came on the side oh yeah yeah, that yeah. was it. Yeah. yeah. And also, uh, yeah, the Game Boy had the Super Game Boy that you could slot in and then you could use like a little type of analog stick for the Game Boy with uh, speakers and yes. stuff attached yeah, to it. Yeah, folded out. Yeah. You know I think I might have found it. Just going to load this up really, really quickly. We're going to go on a tangent because this seems like, a, this seems like a, a tangent worth going on. Where's it gone? Where's the picture gone? See, I think oh, I no. recall this. Right. Here we go. Let me share my screen and see if this is see if this is it. Uh, share screen. Narrate as I go. There's some old magazines in the okay. UK. Gave some away. Is that the, is that yep. it? Yep, that's it. Yep, with a little stick in the middle. Yep, and used to Look be able that. to unscrew. Yeah, and used to be unscrew that, or you could screw it in if you wanted to. Uh, yeah, wow. if you're playing an arcade title. So I think it's something Blaze could easily do. They could bring out a pad with the hole in, or even sell them like that with it fixed for those that mm. want the arcade experience. Yeah. How mad! I that's, never that's even knew that existed. No, I never knew that. Existed. Every day's a school day. It is. Look at that. So you, you, you come here, you come here for your Evercade news, and you walk away thinking, "Good grief! I didn't know the Master System did that." Very cool. <laughs> no, I like that. So there we go. So there's there's my suggestion for potential hardware. Sega have done it back in the in the late eighties, early nineties. So it's a possibility. It is a possibility. Mm. Excellent. Uh, Okie dokie. So uh, last topic that I think is probably going to need the additional time that we've got here. Uh, just because this could get into some uh, this could get into some interesting interesting discussions, and that is uh, roadmap July speculation. There's been a few people saying various studios in the in the chat, so we'll definitely um, see if we can go back over the chat and find those while um, people give their potential speculations now i always feel a bit mean asking derek's a top hat for any type of speculation because he's sort of in the know he sort of gets, <laughs> he gets those little those little tidbits and it's oh, i always feel a bit mean asking because if he i'm just going to ask anyway let's start with derek this time we'll, we'll go in reverse and make and make ryan go last this time so roadmap for july speculation derek what what do you think or what can you uh 
What can you, what's the word I'm looking for? What can you tease people with? If you know anything that is. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, well, I think this year already, we've obviously had uh, quite a bit of home computers now, haven't we? We've had the Amiga and the C64. Um, mm -hmm. I don't think we'll see any more home computers till later in the year. Uh, I think that's one we can perhaps rule out. Um, arcade, again, it's been quite arcade heavy, I think, mm -hmm. um, of recent months. What with the Imren, the, both the toe plans, etc. So, um, again, I think I don't think arcades the route is going to go down. I think the next two carts, perhaps we'll see a dual cart. Yeah, dual cart. Yeah. Perhaps we'll see a dual cart and perhaps we'll see another red cart. Uh, maybe something like Atari Lynx 3, perhaps. Okay. Yeah, Atari Lynx 3. A lot of people, because I mean, never had a Lynx as a kid. So the, the Atari Lynx collection is something that is still something I don't own. Uh, and I really feel that that's a, a collection that I would really get a kick out of because I don't actually know many games on the Atari Lynx at all. I think I played Batman Returns on the Lynx. Yeah, once. that's good. Um, so I don't actually know many Lynx games, um, but they seem to be incredibly popular. The, the, those Lynx 1 and 2 carts are, yeah, they do seem to be very, very popular with people. Yeah, I mean, the FX1, obviously, everybody remembers those games with, uh, yeah, Californian Games and Chips Challenge. And then obviously mm -hmm. we've got uh, the other one, which is uh, Songbird Pro, who uh, still continue to uh, produce uh, Atari Lynx games and acquire old licenses and things like that. So, um, yeah, that's always interesting. I think if we do see a third collection, um, much as I'd like to see it packed full of things like clacks and, and some of my other favorites, I think this one would be more uh, newer Atari mm -hmm. Lynx games. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent stuff. So people will need to go back over what you've said and analyze it and see whether or not there's like, <laughs> what, what are they called when you, when you're, there's something like a micro something when you're, when your face does something, when you're saying something that might be true. So people are going to go back over that and think, right, is it, is it going to be, is that dual cartridge a thing? Is that, is that the, uh, the Zack Snyder element where you sort of put something sneaky in there and people are going to dissect it. That, that's a cool idea though. I like that idea as a dual, a dual cart. What would before we dive on to to, to Blunners and, and Ryan, what would make a good dual cart? I'm just two throwing that really out strong games. I think there's got to be two really strong games, like really like strong. Two slightly bigger games, maybe. Yeah, that take maybe more room and things like that. You wouldn't mind paying for. Do you know what I mean? if it's too? Mm -hmm. You said it does play PlayStation 1s, just for example, like your Resi 1. I'm not saying mm -hmm. you're going to get that, but that kind of quality on a, on, on a car, then people wouldn't mind paying it. Mm. Oh, that's got me thinking. We might have to come back every now and then. If someone comes up with a, and even in the chat, if people have got some interesting ideas for a dual cartridge. Ooh, Derek. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Is to um, Resident oh. Evil, is that owned by Capcom? Now. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it's yeah, always so been that, So that is oh sorry. So so that is a possibility then, isn't it? The fact we've got Capcom. So Blunners, you saying oh. you know, but obviously Blaze are in 
contact or communication with Capcom. So maybe something like that is isn't impossible. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine that? Back to them old loading stalls. (laughs) (laughs) Just just being able being able to play something like Resi One and Resi Two, specifically Resi Two, but being able to play that on the go on that lovely screen. Ah, man, it's happened, hasn't it? We're going into the realms of Fantasia. Yeah, good one. Oh, Dorb's coming in there with plumbers don't wear ties. He always brings that up, doesn't he? He always brings up plumbers don't wear ties. Ridge Racers, Ridge Racers, another good one. Yep, I've starred a couple. So before we jump in with Blunders, there. So, um, Obsolete Worlds came in with a Game Gear one. Um, yeah. That I quite like the idea of. That could be kind of cool because I'm sure there's plenty of little gems on the Game Gear that, that never saw the light of day or, or didn't get the attention they deserved. So, yeah, Game Gear is a possibility. Uh, another one of Dorbs' favourites there, the CD32. That's why he keeps bringing up plumbers don't wear ties, not really. Yeah. Um, and I like I like Goldtooth's suggestion here as well, a Hudson cart. Yeah, that's what I was thinking earlier. I'd love that. That that would be very interesting. Just sort of looking at some of the games on uh, that the Hudson would have produced. Super Bomb or Bomberman. Yes, um, of course they did. Yeah, that would be. Uh, yeah, being able to see Super Bomberman would be good. That would be fantastic. And you've got the whole like like you've got here a GBA collection. I know it's yep. Nintendo today, but um, yeah, like you said, with the eShop closing. Yeah, loads of things. And then that, yeah, like Dave Lister said there, Ridge Racer one and Need for Speed one as well. Interesting, interesting. So, uh, Mr. Blunners, any speculations or suggestions what could be for the July roadmap? I, got, I, I personally think it might be like a another, like another studio. But then you just start, you just start thinking about what you would want. But like, like we've mm-hmm. just been doing, like I was thinking, like a Hudson one would be amazing, or a, like a dual, like thing you were saying with a dual cart. Some of them Capcom games that they've got on there. So yeah, I would love a like a, a real two strong Capcom games. Mm-hmm. This dual cart, I think, would be amazing. Yeah. Okay. Anything in particular that you that you think you would really like to see on that? Well, like, like what I said earlier, really, um, I would love like I would love to see something as strong as a Resi One, like that kind of level. Which mm-hmm. I know was how many discs was it back in the day? Was it two or three? Does anyone remember? The I think Probably the first Resi was one, yeah. but Resident yeah, Evil Two was two, two discs. Sorry, I'm thinking two. Yeah, yeah, they should be able to get all that on one cart. Yeah. Exciting. Okay. Uh, Mr. Ryan, any suggestions or speculations for Roadmap? No speculation. Uh, I'm kind of where the top of that is. I think we might see another Atari Lynx collection. Mm -hmm. I remember Andrew Byer, the... CEO of Blaze or, or owner of Blaze, he was he's a big Atari Lynx fan, and I remember reading that it was either in Retro Gamer magazine or in the Evercade magazine. Uh, so yeah, I could definitely see another Lynx collection. 
personally, I like to see another Namco collection. So we get mm-hmm. Namco free, whether that's possible or not. Mm. I, I no idea. But to have some PlayStation One games on there, like Ridge Racer, Ridge Racer Revolution. Um, I think they had Air Combat, something like that, like an aeroplane game. It wasn't the greatest PS1 game, but it was one of the early PlayStation 1 games. So, yeah, I'd like to see a collection like that. Whether we'll get Namco again, I I really don't know. Mm. Uh, I can tell you what I don't want to see. I don't want to see in television free. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's one that I really don't want to see. Yeah, hopefully... (laughs) In television is done now. I, I really don't want to see any more in television. Yeah, me too, I, mate, right? yeah well, funny you <laughs> should say that. Those, those, <sighs> those games, and I don't like mentioning that word because Finnegan it hate, but those those games have been, well, apparently, allegedly have been made, haven't they? And mm-hmm. yeah, you know, so why it doesn't need to be called the Amico Collection, it could be called whoever the developer is of that game and put them. Yeah on a collection because some of those games didn't look too bad like that fox game you just finnegan fox is yeah, it? finnegan it fox looked, looked, looked quite a nice game if it's been made it's um, ready to go why don't shark shark acquire it? It? yeah yeah shark. i mean i'm a large fan of the earthworm gym that was coming yes um, ha- having looked into it a little bit the controls need to be changed so they would work on evercade but provided the controls were changed at the moment they've got nowhere to license that too so yeah i don't see why we couldn't see that in the future mm-hmm. there's also something about a, about a use of a mic on there on that game and um i don't know if that's something that would pull over to the evercade but that would be brilliant yeah yeah again it would be a good idea but if they couldn't and they had to remove it i think graphically brilliant. it fits in with the earthworm gym world and it would would be really good for fans Ooh. be an exclusive for us wouldn't it it That'd would that would be good especially if there was stuff already sort of in the working sort of like ryan says why um why would you why would you not pass up the opportunity to sort of release it and get it in people's hands especially yeah. with um you know all the sort of negativity that kind of comes with that 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 word like you know you can't even say that you can't even say the word amico without it sort of just you immediately start to get a bit itchy and like it's oh, shame, cause it is a good concept but yeah it is just don't mention it <laughs> yeah it's like Voldemort, isn't it? We shan't mention it. The console that shall not be named. Um, <laughs> uh, so for me, I don't think I've said this on a stream before, but I've definitely heard people talk about this on a stream before. So it's not a, a completely original idea for me, um, but it is something I would really quite like to see. And given that we've just seen the Amiga collection come from, um, what was the developer of the Amiga one? Yep, Team 17. Team, Team 17. 17, yeah. You know, I don't think this is how my suggestion is going to be out of the realms of possibility. Um, I would like an ocean cart. Um, I'm just having a look to see some of the uh, some of the other games that Ocean owned. But the, the big one for me is Cool World. Um, try and pick up a copy of Cool World um, on the Super Nintendo for under £100. It's, it's just never going to happen it's not an overly amazing game but i just remember graphically at the time it blew my mind because it looked like it just looked like the animation um and then also ocean have got things like fighters destiny which i really enjoyed on the nintendo 64 mm-hmm. um there had oh there was something else i saw a moment ago oh, things like super turrican 2 
Um, but then, of course, all of the the licensed games that they had, which I think would probably prove um, maybe a bit difficult to get things, would be things like Adam's Family, the Batman games. Um, cool World, of course, is one. Um, I'm just going to click on which Flintstones. Oh, man, it's the Super Nintendo Flintstones game as well. That's an ocean game. Man. <laughs> that would be cool because again that that is a really expensive game and again it's not an overly brilliant game but it's just one of those games that would be in my liam's love to hate from our other streams the games that you just know aren't great but you just enjoy the hell out of them um so yeah so for, for me i would love to see something like an ocean car it's less speculation that and more what i would love to see um but i think some of the suggestions that have, that have been made uh, already are probably probably more likely i think i think mine and blunders are pipe dreams um but not out of the realms of possibility you know this you know a couple of years ago when we were talking or people would talk about what they would want to see on evercade and here we are a couple of years later with a capcom collection so any anything is possible so yeah let's see where we go from there oh yes dan putting in there best ocean game robocop robocop was a good game Robocop was a good game. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Ocean is 98% movie licensed games. It is. But they weren't LGN, so they actually made some half-decent games. Um, Okie dokie. Let's have a quick look at some of the star oh, comments. Mr. Lowe. Good evening, sir. How are we doing? Uh from San Fran Airport. Excellent. Well, wow. I hope you have a, a splendid trip, unless you're coming home, in which case, have a safe journey home. Uh, we were talking about potential Evercade grips earlier. We said a flea-themed Evercade grip for the EXP would be right up our street. So we're going to throw that idea out there to you, Mr. Lowe. Push it out there. Flea grips. <laughs> Sounds awful. Flea grip. Okay, so some of the uh, starred... Um, comments let's go to this one first while we're sort of on the topic of uh cards that we would like to see so chris h is uh what are the top five cards on evercade now this could be subjective uh to all of us but i think i think probably we would all apart from blunders at the moment would agree that al's awakening cathedral would be up there <laughs> as a as a as one of the top carts um so let's let's put that one as like the one that we all would agree apart from blunders but he will agree when he gets it yeah uh pick a cart any cart everybody and we'll add that and that can be our top five so ryan what is your pick for a top cart well, I, we ran a World Cup in the Evercade hangout of all the cartridges over November, December. Mm -hmm. And the one that came out as the winner overall of, of the cartridges was Codemasters uh, Collection 1. Yeah. Uh, so I, I have to pick Codemasters Collection 1 because that was put out to, to the group. Okay. And that was the overall winner. Uh, so, yeah, I, I would go with that. And Sensible Soccer. Who doesn't like Sensible Soccer? It's brilliant. Even I enjoy that. Okay, so Hours Awakening Cathedral, Codemasters Collection 1, Mr. Blunners. Uh, Indie Heroes 1, all day. Indie Love Heroes it. 1. Yeah, yeah. well, like you said, we've got Alistair in, Flea. Yeah. Quest Arrest, yeah, so 
some really there's cool ideas on there. There's some excellent ones. Okay. Uh, Mr. Derek, what are you going to pick as your top cut? Oliver Twins, I think. I was just a massive Dizzy fan as a young sort of growing up adult. So, uh, yeah, for myself, yeah, that's definitely right up there. I put it on. I get that instant nostalgia. I hear the Treasure Island music. And, yeah, yeah it's, it's magic moments all day long. So, yeah, love it. Okie dokie. Oliver Twins. And, of course, I'm going to throw my my favorite one out there, which uh, is what maybe by the Evercape said thousands of times before. Um, Tanglewood, Xeno, Xeno Crisis. You got to get it on there. I th- that's a good selection of cards well, for, is, for a top it? five card selection. I think that's pretty good. I think that that could almost be the Evercade uh, Total Evercade Podcast official top five. I'd I'd be, <laughs> I'd be be almost happy to throw that out there as that. Excellent. Uh, let's go to Mr. Goldtooth's question. There, this is one specifically for for you, Derek. So, so top hat. What publisher would you like to see? If not already on Evercade. Oh, goodness gracious! Yeah, um, we'll let you speculate as wide and as mad as you'd like to go. Goodness gracious! <laughs> what would I like to see? There's just so many, aren't there? That's the trouble. Um, yeah. Ah, goodness gracious! I think I'd like to see a System Three cartridge. Yeah, I think so. Ooh. Things like Last Ninja on there. Yeah. Yes. Flimbo's, Flimbo's Quest. Uh, all those types of games are fantastic. So, yeah, I think, yeah, I'd love to see them. They're still a British company. They're still easy to license. So, uh, and now, of course, with uh, home computers as well, we could get the best versions of those games. So, I'm yeah. sure that would delight fans. Mind you, it's always, again, subjective. I like the Commodore 64 uh, Last Ninja games, but obviously, a, there are obviously a large Amiga crowd that love those. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we, we might all have to uh, uh, learn to accept. <laughs> different ones on a cartridge like that but i definitely yeah i'd be happy with either to be honest so yeah i don't think that's ever come up in a in a in a recommendation before as well so that's that's quite a new one that that would probably bring some new titles to people's uh some uh yeah gaming lives as well there's there's definitely some games on on that i mean the, the ninja games definitely are things i've played but certainly the other a couple of the others you mentioned there they'd be new to me so that would be that would be really interesting i like it and last question, which uh, I think we can just about squeeze in the last couple of minutes we've got there from uh, from Mr. Harry Noyce. And that is, uh, for someone who's never played this era of games, nor an Evercade, what is the best thing about it? So I think it's probably going to be better that we end strong on this one. So we're going to come to Derek last on this one because it'll be a good, a good point to end on. So... Mr. Ryan, let's run with you first. What do you think is the best thing uh, about the Evercade? I was going to say, let's just let Sir Top and Hat answer this question. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't do it justice. A very, a very good suggestion. So, Derek, being uh, being so invested in in the Evercade as you are, and 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 what it is, what what would you say to someone that doesn't own an Evercade and hasn't really maybe played? many of the games from that the particular era that they cater for what would you say are some of the best things about the evercade discovering a lot of the hidden gems a lot of the time when people buy a collection you have a fixed game in your mind say sensible soccer and then when you buy the codemasters collection you actually stumble on another game which absolutely captivates you and draws you in and and to be honest on most occasions if i'd have saw that game in a shop i perhaps wouldn't have purchased it 
I'd mm-hmm. made the schoolboy error and I'd have gone straight for the sensible soccer. But when you've got it on a collection and you have a go on it, it's amazing what sort of games you can sort of find out about. I mean, had I not have had Nevercade, I wouldn't have played Xenocrisis or Tanglewood. But thanks to the Evercade, I was able to. And they're some of the best games you can play on the handheld. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely uh, that sort of thing. Mm. So it's finding finding hidden gems, really. Yeah, I think that's a possibly the best point as well. I would completely agree. Yep, finding definitely. new games that you that you'd never heard of before, and there are there's so many. I, I I completely concur with that. Looking at the cartridges now and thinking, yeah, there's a whole bunch of games on there I would never have picked up, never would have heard of. Um, yeah. Excellent. That's a that's a really good point, I think, to to bring. We've just hit that hour mark, and that is, I think, a wonderful thing to to, to end the uh, end the show on there. So, thank you very much for that, Derek. It's what a stonking episode this evening. I've had a, a really really enjoyable evening uh, chatting about that. That's been some really good stuff in there. Um, thank you, everyone in the chat, for being as interactive as you always are. It's always great to have people in the chat there interacting with what we're saying. So thank you, everybody who's uh, watching this live. Um, anyone who's watching it on, uh, I don't want to say repeat, but I guess anyone who's watching it not live, um, get, your, get your, get your like, on demand, exactly. Get your uh, get your answers to some of those questions in, in the chat there. Let's, let's keep some of these conversations going. It's always great to hear from people on there. Um, if you're new to us and you found us uh, through searching for various things, please do consider hitting that subscribe button, um, giving the video a little cheeky thumbs up to let us know that you've been here. Um, if you are new, uh, the Total Evercade podcast comes out fortnightly, so our next episode will be in uh, two weeks' time. Um, also, while I'm on the random quick plugs at the end, head on over to uh, the Evercade Hangout on Facebook. That's uh, a really great place. Lots of interesting, good discussions happening there with all things Evercade. Um, I guess all that is uh, left to say this evening is a thank you, uh, Derek, again for joining us. Hopefully we'll uh, be able to coax you back again for, for more episodes because we we absolutely love having you on the show and it's always a pleasure to, to talk Evercade with you. Thanks very much. No problems. Uh, okay, so thank you, everybody, and we will see you on the next episode. Good evening. <laughs>